Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Are you ready, Hal? Yeah, shall I do the start as... Well, we can do... This could be the start now. You yeah, this, always this is the know- start. You always I'll, know about the Instagram and the Twitter and the stuff like that, and I'm always rubbish at that, so I'll do the start. Um, you do the start. Oh, God, now I'm tense. It's like I've built it up. And Don't taken worry about it. it. Just just relax. Just just have confidence in yourself. Okay. Off you go when you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Rugby Jubbly, episode 19. <laughs> Actually, can we, before we go on to the first game, can we pick up on a point from last week? Yeah. That I brought up about it just to talk about the reaction I've had to the not grounding the ball over the line. Oh yeah, you, you got a silent reaction, didn't you? I put it on Twitter. I had about two people like it, and loads hate it, mm. and I think it's genuinely people being old-fashioned. This is the response oh, of Steve yeah. Cummins, who I do the Saracens, um, the huddle, which is the Saracens yeah, um, pre-match thing. His first oh, reaction drugs? is very much is no. This is why instinctively you're against it. He went. Um, it's not American football, though. And I think that's the slight rugby chip on our shoulder about American football, because there's this big glitzy game. No, that's not true. It's not true. It's not true. It's that when you watch American football, when you watch American football and they chuck the ball and they catch... All right. When they catch the ball, for a start, they can throw the ball forward. So you've got those really yeah, yeah, dramatic exactly. sort of catches and all the rest of it. But when they just get the ball and run and put their hand over the line like that with the ball. You yeah. just go, it's a, it's such a damp squib. There's no drama. There's no nothing. He's like, all right, he just got it. And then when even when they do a, uh, score a touchdown sometimes, they just go, oh, touchdown. Because it's such a non-event because they're literally just putting the ball over the line, like just it's, reaching you, over the line. Ab- I, you and that's, that's not old-fashioned. Tens of thousands of people are screaming in the stands when they do that. They they spike it. They do little dances. No, they're they not. Do l- they no, only when they really do the cool spectacular stuff. catches, which we could never have in rugby because we can't kick it. You know, when, say, Owen Farrell does a crossfield kick and the winger catches it in the corner, mm. he spectacularly catches it in the corner, but then manages it to ground it on the floor. That is a double whammy. You get a cheer for the catch and then you get a huge cheer for the grounding of the ball. And See, that I don't, I, destroys I, your argument in two phases. I absolutely doesn't. I really can't see any. Do you know what gets me is is when, and I've seen it a couple of times. Well, sometimes it can be a move in open play and just a great tackle, and somebody turns someone on their back, which just feels awful after a great move. But even the catch and drive, and if it's a really nice, you know, sometimes those really powerful mauls and they go forward fast and they, and it deserves a try. 
It, there's mm. a justice to it. The, the move deserves a try, and someone snuck themselves underneath to stop the grounding of the ball. That's no. what I'm talking about. Is is those no. sorts of? It doesn't really. No, I no. I really think this... you don't have an argument because actually no, all you've it's... said is I like to see a ball being grounded. Here's my other argument: How like Exeter, yeah. for example? Okay, I know you mm. don't like them because of what they said about <laughs> Saracens, and you're a bit weird, right? But okay, when when they're doing their sort of five to ten minutes of like. Um, pick and goes over the line. Mm. There's there's probably three or four occasions where they get the ball over the line, over the line, and you're all everyone's like craning their neck and going, "Have they got it down? Have they got to go? No, they haven't mm. got it down. Recycle it again. Recycle it again. Precise. They keep hold of the ball. They go again. Have they got it down? No, no, no. It's so close, so close, so close. And then fourth or fifth time, bang, they got it down. Everyone's like, yeah. It's a huge like cheer because it's been 10 minutes of pressure pressure and it's the defense has had to stand up and really but maybe you, them. maybe you just get quicker and that tries is and proper attrition that's proper bit... attrition if you just if you were one occasion where for the first phase you just pick the ball up and go oh stick the ball no, over the but, line with my no, arm but the, and then that's the end of the drama no they're driven back often before they cross the line and also you'd be you wouldn't be wasting so much time pick and goes are boring that sort of oh, you know and mm. maybe two you know or you could have a thing where the referee stops and goes i'm not sure if it was scored checks it if it wasn't scored then they do they they basically do a tap and go from five meters or something. They do it, you know, they, and they set it up again. Imagine people tuning into this podcast for the first time, going, "Oh, this is a serious rugby podcast." How is now asking if the ball cannot be grounded over the line? I'm trying I'm, to say it a lot because when the rule changes, I want to say <laughs> rugby jubbly talked about it first because I think it, there's a sense of, it, it, as I said, it would be two or three tries a game, but it, and it wouldn't. It's just. I find it very boring, the ball being held up. I find it, look, you've made it over the line. They've made that journey down the field. They've achieved that thing. They've got over and someone's got himself underneath. I suppose it's like football, isn't it? I think they should just be able to kick the ball somewhere near the net. And then, (laughs) and then like not, you know, just like, if it's like two or three inches past the post, then that should be allowed as well. I think that should be a goal or just slightly over. And it should be the, it should be the ref's discretion. Yeah, just that's all right. That's a goal. You think you're a modern man and you've got an o- you're open minded, but actually, I think you're very close minded. I think you, this you're build you've got like a, a real inbuilt reaction yeah. to the fact of changing. Have you got any other rule changes that we should know about? No, I'm I, literally. This is. Just, I mean, I think I think it's. I think I'm inspired with this. It's revolutionary. I was never sure about the defence coaches stuff. I always thought that was potentially silly. And I've got another this, silly point to make later. You're going to die on this hill. You're going to die on this hill. Genuinely believe this makes the game better. And and it was a weird weekend because usually I think the, the weekend before there'd been about three occasions where I thought that's a try. That's a try. I think Scotland had but one. They're not. Where, they're yeah, not tries. They're not. They're not tries. They're not tries because they 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 haven't grounded the ball. My only point is just just just. Just think a little bit more about yourself, because what you've done, I think you've got a real reaction in your head, like Steve did on the Saracens. Po- my, my like co- anyone that likes the, the game Saracen of rugby mate, would have. You've got so used, <laughs> and people going, I, but I want that diving to the line. They'd still be diving to the line and shoving the ball over, and maybe you know, actually you just have to get it over the line. So you could actually, you could yeah. have someone dive. All right. I, I just, I just That's think it argument. wouldn't. It All right, let's do it. The game let's much. do it. I shall write. I shall write to the World Rugby uh, this week and suggest it. And uh, genuinely, I will do that. Brilliant. And uh, see what email I get back. Brilliant. And you I, can follow my progress. A, I, you can follow my progress on Twitter. It seems like a massive change. I actually don't think it is that massive a change. I think it's just a little it's bit huge. of justice. What are you talking about? No, it's, oh. it's, <laughs> 
just don't understand. Why like a scrum, a pushover scrum? They just have to like kick the ball over the line. Yeah. Well, because they've driven them back, though. It's a justice. They are a powerful team who's gotten that position, and they've and they've driven them over at the scrum. Anyway, did you watch Scotland versus? Um... I uh, did watch France. Scotland versus France. I again watched oh, it like I watched uh, France Wales. I watched it knowing the result because I often have gigs on oh, a Friday and Saturday. Right. Evening. Okay. Oh yeah, um, get you. Are you on Zoom? Just Zoom gigs. I'm. I'm excellent. I see you've announced gigs. your tour. Yes, announced my tour yeah. this morning. So that doesn't start till January. So that's kind of, oh, every podcast there'll be something about that. I've toured there. I'm on tour at the moment. I think you can get your yeah. tickets. Well, I'm my, uh, I think to my, my tour, my tour starts in September. So, you know, anyway, let's talk about rugby. Yes, yes, yes. Business. France, Scotland, you knew the result. We, I didn't know remind, the result. I watched it live. John, our producer, we must remind John not to edit out any references to the tours. <laughs> no, exactly. Please keep all of those in. <laughs> and however the dates boring, and the schedules. How boring, boring it gets. Yeah. I thought. Listen, I, I, what did yeah. you think? Did you think, um, did you think Scotland would win that game? Because I thought, no. I thought it was geared up for Scotland to win that game. It was a one-off emotional game. And I thought, this. I think it is the same sort of, um, same sort of situation as Twickenham. They haven't won there for God knows how many years. And I thought if they can win it at any time, it would be this really strange, unique game. This, their first choice second row wasn't there for Scotland. Their first choice number eight wasn't there. Um, they exactly. still Cameron Redpath is out. They'd sure Maitland wasn't on one wing. They, that would, you know, Dolce Graham still very yeah, good. Yeah, but they just, and they also had everybody saying, I mean, it was stupid. The, the chat about people going, can France get the points? rather mm. than talking about who will win. You're right, it was absolutely made for Scotland to turn up and play really well. It and they, it was so much of it was attitude, wasn't it? So much. Yeah, of, it and was. The French, the French did play a bit like they were going to go... We, oh, how many points did they have to get? Was it 19 or 21? 21. Or was it 20? Yeah. They did play a bit it's like... a lot of pressure, though, isn't it? From deep. Yeah, but it was stupid for them to think like that. No team should think we've got to get 21 yeah, but, points. But, but they should listen, just think, let's win the game. How? They had it won. They had the game won. Oh. That was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And it's just a complete, total brain, like, what's he doing? You know, he could have kicked it out on 80 minutes and he started <laughs> running it. And he just thought, as soon as he started running it and he made a mistake, he thought, oh, no, he's in real trouble here. And, yeah, they turned it around and just won it at the death. But, I mean, it's just, you know, such a... I wonder what he was, it was thinking. It what was, was lovely in French, though, wasn't it? That was what, yeah, that's what we love yeah. the French for. In, yeah. And it was the French returning to their old ways. A bit. We love them when they're rubbish. Uh, we love them being inspirationally yeah. good. I think, it, but it wasn't it was. rubbish, though, was it? It was just a really odd mistake. Just like it. Just, just everyone must have been screaming at him, just going, "Put it, put it out, put it out." It was just like the Wales France game. When I thought, "How can Wales lose this?" I did think, "How can France?" lose this they shouldn't have lost they shouldn't have lost scotland, that game and scotland I, should come out of this whole six nations incredibly um you know pleased with themselves in a way because apart from two you know apart from ireland and wales which were really close results they've beat, beaten france for the first time in 22 years or something they beat at home they beat know, england I, I, for the first time since like 86 I i'd like to say there. i'd like to give them credit for beating france Scotland, I'd, I'd really, mm. really like to, but it was just such a glaring, howling mistake by uh, by the French fullback. I think it was 
that you just think, well, they just handed it to them. Well, I think Scott, you know, despite all the comments afterwards and the press conferences and all the rest of it, and Gregor Townsend saying, yeah, we've got a few things off our back, he would have known that they got, they, they played well, they played well, but they were, they were, they were incredibly lucky to win that game. Yeah, but also they, they were incredibly unlucky. They were very unlucky in other games. They were quite Why? unlucky. They got people sent off. They just didn't they, follow. They, they yeah, didn't they got follow the rules. They, they, they went they down lost to fourteen men. Points. They still. I still think they were unlucky. I think Scotland. I mean, I, the problem with Scotland do have a bit of depth now because they weren't that. You know, that was several players out. About three or four good players out. Imagine England playing and no Itoje. And no, uh, who is now doing with Johnny Hill or Charlie Yules or none of the sort of first choice second rows that we have. Well, I think we, we have. That's, I think that's exactly what we've been doing. We've had Itoji, but we haven't had a we, George Cruz hasn't been replaced. Yeah, uh, I don't think. Exactly. I mean, Courtney Laws, if he was fit, he'd come back. And he's a, yeah. he, and Joe Launchbury, probably. But we haven't. Yeah, Joe we Launchbury would be back, actually. If he we was, haven't yeah. replaced George Cruz. He was he was a line out specialist, wasn't he? It's a good Six Nations, wasn't it? No, it was a brilliant Six Nations, but that so annoys me that England weren't more part of that, even though they had one great performance against France. I think that's why it was a good well. Six Nations because England England it was it was a competitive. I, I mean, I, it was a competitive. I just think it was an absolute mess. <laughs> like teams got lucky. Uh, Wales were very lucky. I mean, it's a, if they'd have won that Grand Slam off the back of those performances, it would have been, it would have been lucky, man. It would have been lucky that they got that. I mean, I know you have to earn your luck and all the rest of it, but, you know, they, they went down, they were playing teams, they went down to 14 men twice and they were losing. Yeah. I, I don't know, you know? I, 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 although, however, having said that, they gave us one of the best Six Nations games that has ever been played, Wales versus France. And yeah. their luck ran out. Their luck ran out, you know? France nabbed it at the death. But so, should we move on to um, something uh, the else? Bristol Harlequins game. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Which was amazing, it, wasn't it? It took Didn't me it, about it took me about seven hours to watch it over sort of like twenty minutes here and twenty oh, minutes there. But it was it was a great game. Because they were saying Semi Randranda didn't, they said, oh, he's a bit rusty, but he still did about five know, amazing offloads. It's it's those offloads. Really, He's, he's he looks he looks so beautiful when he's got the ball. He's you know he's carrying it in one hand and he looks like he's got so much time, but he's travelling at speed. I know. And but I also the way Bristol. he bashes through two tacklers, team. the way he bashes through two tacklers, and he keeps hold of the ball in one hand and just flips it out. Yes, but the Bristol players always know that it's potentially on, so they're always mm. standing in the right place or running the line in the right place that could you know spring the offload from him. So it must be great yeah. to play with someone like that. Any minute now you could get the ball. Brilliant. Exactly. But, but Bristol Bristol have, they, they look a little bit rusty because they had players coming back and stuff. But they... Sheedy. And, it, and Quinns, Harlequins were amazing. But it was like, again, it was like the really creative side against Harlequins are very... Are, both these sides are going to be playoffs at the end of the... Uh, yeah, the the season. Harlequins is an amazing turnaround, isn't it? I know. It really is. They were great to watch. Uh, maybe they got a lot of confidence, I think, from England players going away. I don't like to think it's because of, because of Paul Gustard left. and they. Well, I mean, all, I mean, all the international players came back for Bristol this yeah. this week and Harlequins lost, you know, by, you know, in the last it seconds. It was an international player that scored the last try, came off the bench, Sinclair, you know... Um, he scored that last try. I just think it's... Here's something yeah. about Kyle Sinclair. 
Right, it was mm. interesting to watch him and Marla in the scrum, right? Because Marla's chatting mm. away at Tinkler, and Sinkler's yeah. just not looking at him. He's like this, like this. Like. Yeah. But Carl Sinkler plays international rugby without a mouth guard. No. Have you noticed that? Yeah. He no, he must do. Honestly, just, honestly, he plays without a mouth guard. He, he chews gum, right? He chews gum, and whenever you see him smiling, right, he's in, he's in like bound position and he's smiling at the ref and you can see all his teeth I mean I didn't I didn't even know that was legal can, this, can we go on a little diversion here then talking about Carl Sinclair this comes hmm. on to my theory that I wanted to talk about so we've sort of we've bled into oh, all the things I want to talk about another about theory props. Okay. okay get ready for my latest theory yes. no one really wants to play prop they just find it's the only way they can get in the team I think I don't mean they don't enjoy all the other aspects of the game running tackling but actually, propping in a scrum, I don't believe anybody really enjoys it. It's a terrible position in the scrum yeah, to be it, in that. Well, if you can't, if pressure. you can't play the position, yes, it's a terrible position. But if you're built for it and you're strong enough, I mean, Andrew Sheridan used to love playing prop because he was stronger than anybody else in the uh, in the world. And you know, I, I, it's it's a real. Um, I think you cannot win a scrum without a decent prop. They are absolutely then, essential. Okay. And they're it's changed as well, aren't they? They're not just the, like, the fat donkeys that wander around the pitch no, when exactly. they're not scrumming. I know they're really built and things, but I wonder how many props now they're fast. down when they're lying in bed at night looking at the ceiling go, oh, I'd love to be a, I'd love to be a back row player. I'd love to be a scrum. But they all play like back row players just, now, don't they? They all, they all play true. like that. They, yeah, but you know. to actually, do you know why? I was thinking about this time. I was only a kid. I played prop when I was 10 or something or 11 at some school game. And I don't know. I've probably got a dodgy back. But I remember every scrum <laughs> going, oh, Undoubtedly, Jesus along Christ. with those knees and, you know. Yeah. Hypermobility, uh, I think I have. It's very brave. I even attempted yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've never had that very properly brave. diagnosed. But it's another of my self-diagnosis no, things. No, it's Google. Every, every, <laughs> every, every single scrum... I remember just going, oh, God, no, it's a scrum. Oh, God, no. It's well, a... yes. I and mean, I just... so, so you are not built, for... <laughs> you are not built for the game of rugby. That's, that's no. the difference. That's the difference. Yeah, okay. Right? I just, some I people just... go, some people relish the idea and prospect of taking on the challenge of another prop to see who, who is stronger, who's better technique, all the rest of it. You know, but I, they don't yeah, go, no, that's... oh, Christ, here we go. No, I don't see, but the, the unpleasantness of having force behind you and force in front of you. It's not the way they're I wouldn't like, like it. I just think is. I what about don't second row? Chooses that second row. Sorry? You're right. Second row. You are. I mean, you know, there's the engine. You're taking room, more you... pressure through your body as a prop than anybody else in that scrum. Those props are taking well, more hooker, pressure. I think you're probably taking the most, aren't you? Maybe hooker. Yeah, I suppose. And so. you have to hook the ball. And, and you, you have, have to throw, to throw it in. And everybody has a go at you when you throw and it in everyone wrong and it's not has straight. a go at you, which is the thing that will concern you the most. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see any other games other than Saracens and Bristol and Harlequins? I saw um, Wasps sale. Sale. Did you see any of that? I did Again, see that game. Did you notice? So Fafter Clerk isn't playing, but he's replaced no. by a nineteen-year-old Raffi Raffi Quirk. Kirk, Raffi Quirk, wasn't it? Yeah, Raffi. Yeah, Quirk. I love the, that you cannot have a scrum half with a normal name for sale. Raffi Raffi Clerk. Um, lovely, Is lovely name. Raffi Clerk. No, he's English, but he's Raphael. You know, he's the, he's the one they had a chat with Alexander. They must. Said, have, I hope you... they went private. 
calling your son that you have to, <laughs> that you have to go private with that name. Um, but, um, they probably knew they were going private, so they named him that. Yeah, that's true. Raffi, Raffi, darling. Um, uh, uh, but I, this was unbelievable, wasn't it? Sale had yes. four yellow cards and still won the game. Wasps are dreadful. They're falling apart. They're in free fall. Uh, they had a Did bit they had, of like, bad They lost four home games, didn't they? Wasps? Five, I think. I think it's that's their oh, fifth oh, five, home defeat. Yeah, okay. Sale had some frontline players out. They were resting some people for Europe. They didn't. They had McGinty came off the bench. Again, mm. no Fafter Clerk. Um, they did have lots of the brothers as well. Sam and Luke, James. Dupree's. Dupree's was playing. Dupree. We've been saying that wrong for ages. Dupree. Dupree. He was playing at number 10, wasn't he? Dupree. Spelt Dupree's. Yes, Rob He was playing standoff. He's great, man. He's got that curly hair and that he looks like special forces from the 70s <laughs> see that's so good that you say it like that i immediately go 70s porn no Whereas he looks like know. honestly he looks like special forces that's probably there south is that african thing with, special forces yeah there is that thing yeah. where you do tend to think of south africa as being slightly unfashionable don't you go that's probably very fashionable in south africa. yeah, yeah um, exactly i do that i do that with my wife being northern irish you would not but my wife what we're three years apart and I say, was that fashion? You know, did you have this when you were Northern? And they just didn't have the same fashions. I'm not trying to make a. I've, I've no, been in enough trouble for then. talking about English exceptionalism and being yeah. anti other parts of the UK. But Northern Ireland yeah. is very, very backward in terms of fashion, apart from uh, the undertones. Now, um... <laughs> <laughs> I spent time in Northern Ireland, and it was it's one of the best cities I've ever been to. Belfast. Oh, Belfast's very. I cool. mean, yes, I all right. If you go it... into the rural farming community, I suspect they're probably still wearing flares. But I think if you went down to parts of like Lincoln. Cheer, they probably Fla- still flares. Flares can be fashionable in certain ways now. Yeah, but I'm you talking know more about I mean. the seventies and eighties, eighties like shell suits. Seventies and eighties. I don't think Northern Ireland was a fashion centre. That's all. I just uh, and I think and they had other things on their mind. They did. Do you know, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like survival. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> Imagine a document. I do a documentary investigating why yeah. Northern Ireland wasn't a big fashion wasn't centre fashion. during the seventies yeah. and eighties without mentioning the troubles. Yes, yeah. that's a, pitch that. It's pitch great. That yeah. Get that to BBC Four. Um, anyway, I wasps dreadful sale. I I just I love Sale and there and oh, I love Alex Sanderson is their coach made at Saracens. I like obviously. him as well. Hey. Sorry, should we skim through other games? London Irish yeah. Bath. Wasn't that amazing? There was about weren't they down to twelve at one point? Bob? I don't know what the uh, this is. Yeah, the, I mean the, the, yellows, the yellow card reds. tally is lo- just like it was really weird that there were suddenly loads of yellows and reds in one weekend after it had been a bit better. Maybe it was the England players coming back and bringing their lack of discipline, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, infecting everybody. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was extraordinary. So, so, uh, so what yeah, was the so, score? Uh, I don't even know the score. London Irish, Bath. Uh, London Irish won 36 33. But oh, God, it's their own stupidity, it was just complete lack of uh, Such close games. This there, week. There, also, lots of these yellows were silly, they were sort of silly. They, they weren't because the, there was a few because they were defending and defending, and oh, someone's got to go because you've infringed so much because you're under so much pressure. But silly mm. high tackles in the middle of the field and. Things that just weren't necessary. It was weird. It was like everybody had a bit of a brain fart this weekend. Um, so London Irish Bath had that. Uh, Chris Ashton stupidly Worcester Northampton. Northampton wow. ended up winning oh, 62 they 14. Them, didn't they? Did, did, did Chris Ashton they, get sent off? 
Chris Ashton got sent off for a dr- just throwing himself into a ru- into a ruck, um, and and just get elbowing someone in the face. He sort of just went, he was just he does really stupid things. He's a very bright man. Yeah, he, he does is. really stupid things on the field because he's, 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 he's always he fun to you know he's full of funny shit and stuff. Um, yeah, and but, he and he and he talks nothing like he he looks and plays the game. He's got that quite gentle northern type of voice, isn't he? And yeah, he was a bit of a monster. On well, the pitch. Mike Mike Tyson speak like that, doesn't it? It's always the scariest Mike Tyson. people. Yeah, that's true. Mike Tyson and Chris exactly. Eubank, of course. Yes, yes. yes. They've all got lists, the boxers. Nigel That's Ben's probably... got a lisp as well, you know, the Hurt yeah. Game, the Hurt Game, you know. Oh, God, uh, you're, you're, you really should do more voices to make the podcast more entertaining. Well, well you just you ask could... me how I'll, I'll do. Like, oh, Farrell, I still think that's yeah. a good point, isn't it? He's been in London for 20 years. He's still got a, he still sounds like, come out of pit. Come out of yeah. pit yesterday. Oh, great. Yeah. No, fantastic. I think there's yeah, something. Sure. I f- think he's very. In, I know people hate him. I think he's very charismatic, Owen Farrell. There's actually oh, something a little bit. It's that way he looks. He's like really. He's like a little boy. But he don't look like that. He's, he's like that, isn't he? Boys. Yeah. Good session today, boys. Good session today. Yeah, just All really right. enthusiastic. More like lads. Him. Fair. Is that fair? Is that fair? All right, lads. Yeah. There's a really weird charisma. I I don't think it, I think it's just lucky at Sarries, but I don't know if the club breeds that sort of charisma, but. It's just I think special. he may have got Those quite a bit of it from his dad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He is Mr. Charismatic, isn't he? Important point from David Flatman on Channel 5 coverage that I thought was really interesting. Worcester kind of gave up the last sort of... Yeah, right. And they said maybe it's because there's no relegation. They were fed up. Yeah. They'd had players All sent fans. up. They were knackered. All fans. There was nothing They've to fight fans. for. Yeah. Why, why can't we lose by 50 points? It was kind of a disgrace. And weirdly, the Northampton coach, Chris Boyd, went... Yeah, I didn't really enjoy watching that. In terms of, he just thrashed them. He sort of found it a little bit shit for the game. Yeah, but yeah, Worcester yeah. kind of fell apart. So bad, bad, yeah, massive Wheels minus points on. for Worcester. If they kind of just went, oh, sod it, you know. Whatever, yeah. Um, where are they? Where are they? they? They've got no chance of getting into the playoffs. They've got, I bottom, mean, they've got nothing. Their bottom belief lost. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it's... You know, it's like my yeah. my 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 friend who's who last week from the, the president of Breve, who says, um, you know, relegation is a good thing because then you've got something to fight for and play for every inch of the season. You don't get these sort of like uh, capitulations where teams just steamroll other teams because they've got nothing to play for. Can you imagine if there'd yeah. have been a load of fans in there. Yeah, but also I believe if you, I think bring back relegation and sort out international windows and stop teams having to play them because Leicester if Sarries hadn't gone down I don't think Leicester would have if Sarries hadn't been forced to be relegated <laughs> wouldn't Leicester have been in danger of going down imagine Leicester going down because they lose England players I mean that was that that might have been one of the things that I mean Leicester yeah, were playing badly I, as well yes it's exactly not, it's no I disagree good. with that it balances out it balances out throughout the season we've had this before we'll have it again it balances out. Sorry, we have we still finished all the game? Oh, Leicester, Newcastle. Leicester beat Newcastle twenty six twelve. Yeah, yeah. Leicester are Leicester are back as a top team. They won't be rubbish again. Are they? They've got a couple again. A couple of great South Africans in the pack. Is it Jasper Visa? Um, yeah, they needed they a good just, pack. They needed their pack Newca- was awful. Newcastle aren't rubbish. Again, no, they're very this, good. I always say the they're same pretty things. Good. Newcastle are rubbish. Leicester are back. Yeah, exactly. Selling a little. Or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Do you, want to, do you want to talk about the Lions at all, Hal? I'm just angry because I won't be as many English players as I want in it. <laughs> no, but that's because I'm you're so, so one-eyed in that moment. regard. Yes, you're very one-eyed in that regard. I would say, right, all right, let's just talk about it from that point of view then. Like, sorry for all the uh, Welsh, Irish, uh, Scottish fans listening. How many English players do you think would make the starting 15 of the first oh, test? Oh, starting 15. What's, what's extraordinary is Tom Curry is so damn good that he is the yeah. most important player. Probably the most definite. And in, back row is so tough to be brilliant in. Tom Curry yeah. is on his way to being a thingy, to being a um, Richie McCaw, uh, isn't he? He's yeah, on his yeah, way. Yeah, world-class player, yeah. A, a, uh, a legend, a legend. So, because he's still know, so he's, young. he's like 23, isn't he? Yeah, something like that, 22, Let's 23. hope he can stay injury-free because he plays at such a hectic, like crazy pace and, yeah. and does things that are so mad that I don't I, he won't stay injury free but you know I hope I hope he doesn't get any serious injuries that curtails his career because exactly. we need to see him in the English show for a long time exactly I would say Tom Car- I would say Maro Toje should start though I know people go oh, he gives way too many penalties but on form on form would you it's say an edge. On form? it's an edge thing I'd, I'd say to him I'd say on form, <laughs> on form it was fantastic <laughs> On form, it was a literally a matter of what referee he got, um, but he's got to learn to adjust better. I would maybe, you know, I think him and Itoje, I think probably Farrell at 12, and I think that's really? probably it. I would say three mm. starting. Do you want to hear Ian McGeekin's Lions 15? No. Uh, <laughs> and there is. There's Tom Curry. He reckons, he reckons... Uh, where shall I start? Uh, Fifteen or one? Let's go. Uh, let's go. Let's go with the backs. Let's start with the backs. Connor Murray at nine. Finn Russell ten. Louis Re- Louis Rezamit. 
Robbie Henshaw, George North in the centre, Liam Williams, Stuart Hogg, Wynne Jones, one, Ken Owens, two, Tag Furlong, three, Alan Wynne Jones, four, Ian Henderson, five, uh, Tag Burn, six, Tom Curry, seven, Talupe Falatau, eight. Um, it's hard to argue, though, isn't it? But, but this is like this is like picking on form, isn't it? There, there are players in the England side which are, you know, that are really, really classy, and you can't, you know, form comes and goes, doesn't it? But class is permanent, as they say. Exactly, as they say. Um, I mean, if Billy Vinopola was playing well. Mind you, Tulupe Felatau was a fantastic player. I think Billy Vinopola should probably... I don't know if he should be on the bench because you can't really bring him on for anything other than number eight. You can't really have mm. him as a flanker in a way. Felatau is much more... Seems versatile. more versatile. Yeah. But you would want to start with Felatau. I think... I, to, I disagree with Finn Russell. I'd put Johnny Set. I think Johnny Sexton's I, 10. I know. I, I think Finn Russell is a, is a maverick choice. It really I do is. think he it's... played. He played well. He played off and on. That's the thing. He's not. He he did. He kicked really. But he's well, inconsistent though, isn't he? He's inconsistent, yeah. and he does some silly things. I think Johnny Sexton is red hot at the moment for thirty five, um, yeah. and and in all ways he's red hot. His hair. He looks so much better since he's sort of cut his he's hair shorter the, on top. Yeah, but he's just got the, the grey on the grey and the snowy the boards there, just on the side. And I, I finally see that he could be an attractive man. For the years of with people his new haircut, he he's growing into his face, isn't he? Yeah, he's 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 developing very nicely. Um, I, think George, I think George North at thirteen is a is a is a curious yeah, choice. I mean, he's, he's I think well George, Wales, if Tuolangi if Tuolangi is back, probably he takes George North's place. But then Tuolangi might turn up. You don't know. You know, he's a. You don't know. Is he going to whiz straight back in into great form? Maybe he is. Um, well, it took him. It took him a while last time, but I think he's nearly ready, and that's the that's the thing. But I mean, there's not going to be any warm up games, is there? Yeah, there's one against Japan, isn't there? Is it Japan? Just one. Yeah, there's one against Japan. Um, so Itoje, so, so, what's second row? Henderson and uh, Henderson and Alan Wynne Jones, the evergreen. Oh, Alan Wynne Jones. What do you reckon about I that? How long so can weird. he keep going for? I don't know for? Itoje or Ryan, but Ryan's not been in great form. I think. Um, mm. I think Itoje is massive, and I think it's really I agree. stupid. I, I, just, I, I think he wins games. I agree. And is I agree. It's not just about the match. Is is his his energy and his yeah. and his leadership and his leading by example. Um, and I quite like the thing of him. Twenty seventeen, it was him and Alan Wynne Jones, wasn't it? That's quite a nice father son relationship. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But Henderson is brilliant. Know. But Henderson bring him off the bench. I just think. Um, so how many England players have we got then? Two in that? No, one. In 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 Ian in Ian's side, one. Tom yeah, Curry. I mean, but again, it's a there's a sort of glorying in there's a sort of anger and glorying in in England's all their team are rubbish. Let's put make them hardly any of them lions. It's yeah, really, it's it's. I, I think find it's it daft. Really I mean, would you... it's about a few weeks of of a lot of players who you know. That performance against France was really good, I thought. Yeah. Uh, there were bits they did against Wales that were good, and that was an extraordinary match. They played match. well. They played well against Wales. They didn't play well against Scotland. Um, no, and they didn't play they well, well against, against Italy. They, they played well against, against Ireland. Yeah, they, they sort of fell apart against Ireland. Um, but I just, you know, like after last year's uh, Six Nations and Wales had a shocker, you wouldn't have written off the entire Welsh side to say none of you lot are going to be in the Lions now. 
it's just it's daft, isn't it? Yeah, there are some very yeah. very classy players, you know, who play for England, and I don't think, I don't think that's. I don't know, it'd be interesting. I mean, it'd be great. You could take a load of the English players and stick them all on the bench and have all these, you know, have all these great players not starting. It'd be a nice weapon to have, like second test. I do feel sorry for Warren Gatland because he's going to annoy loads of people, whatever he does. Yeah, yeah, People are going to be so, you know, uh, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing and all the rest. And then they'll forget that they were like that as soon as he gets some success. But And also you forget that he's the most successful Lions coach ever. Exactly. So I think just let him do what he wants to do. I think it's very likely England will ha- will only have two or three players in, but I think initially I reckon I reckon you'll have you'll have England players that force their way into the second or yeah. third test. So we've got to be watching the Lions. Hardly any England players get picked. Hope they get smashed in the first test and then go, hmm, tells you so. Eddie Jones is just rubbish exactly. and our players are really good. And then, yeah. and then he brings in lots of England. Oh, that's the dream, isn't it? Um, no, I think I think you've got to be majority Welsh team because I do like the way the Welsh think about the game. I do like the way they approach it, and I do think they've got really good key players. There will be t- there will be things happening next week with the European games that you know people will really start proving themselves in Europe. It will be important to see how Finn Russell plays when he's you know when he's back with Rassing and um, or to see how Leinster get you know how if Johnny Sexton continues to be great with Leinster. So all those all those sorts of things are yeah. important but so i'm yeah it, it is important but it's it, but it is but it is a different game can you can you realize that when game. i did warn you that you were being too anglo-centric and we were picking a lion's side back before all this <laughs> that you were wrong yeah so you could be wrong about other things couldn't you as well that you're very certain no, about it's very unlikely okay. i do in fact i still don't think i'm wrong where all the picks i made oh right okay. i think i think i'm right and i will be proved right in the second test um against south africa so that's your prediction they do terribly and get wiped out I must admit England there's that England attitude and this may be a sort of arrogance but why do England teams so consistently do better against Southern Hemisphere sides why do they so consistently do better at World Cups and why? Why have Wales have won so many Grand Slams? We've got slams? more money. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we've got better facilities and more money. No, 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 but it's not just that. But it's also why is there? It's almost like a mindset of yeah, we can do this. Whereas, is there too much of a mindset about oh, we're a plucky little country and haven't we done well and and we'll raise ourselves mm. to the big England game? But like Ireland, go to the World Cup. Well, I think lose I think Japan. you can say that again about you can say that about every side apart from Wales. Who, who, yeah. who have shaken off that exactly. mindset? Wales, Wales are they extraordinary. Are Wales are the New Zealand of the North. I would like to say <laughs> they are the New Zealand of the North without quite the same results. Yeah. But they have the, but they just yeah. have that sort of all the all the all the Pacific Island players. Exactly, they, can, they do. They, they have Falatau. <laughs> yeah, but not not yeah. on the same extent. Not the same numbers. Yeah, I would like to see Warren Gatland finally complete Welsh team plays for the Lions and they take responsibility when we get beaten three 0 would, would you like to fun. see him replace Eddie yeah, Jones for England? cocky, aren't you? Oh, didn't you great with your Grand Slam? You're all in the Lions. The whole 23 is Welsh. Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, that would be bad because they, they'd be really, really close. They'd do really well. I still think a completely yeah, Welsh team. Yeah, would. would. Callum Sheedy, yeah. hot, damn bigger. I mean, they've got two great tens. And uh, 
Mm. I just and great wingers. You do. That's sorry. I'm so confused because I slag off teams and go, yes, there should be more England players. But then you look at the Welsh team and it is so much quality all the way through. But next week, there's so much bloody rugby to watch. There is. Well, oh, yeah, we can't watch it all next week. You literally... There's, it destroy my marriage. The good thing is, there's no Saris games on. So, Oh, thank God for that. Yeah, European games, Wasps, Clermont of Verne. Oh, God. Uh, I, uh, Munster to lose, Ex to Lyon. They're all sort of challenged. Actually, um... They're all good games, Racing against Edinburgh. Yeah, Bordeaux. Well, it's Bordeaux is rubbish, aren't they? They're playing... Brist- Bristol are playing them away. Scarlet's against Sale. Yeah, Bristol, good Bristol game. should win that. Scarlet's against Sale, because Scarlet yes. should win, shouldn't they? But Sale are uh, doing... Oh, Harlequin's... Hard get, to call. Yeah, Sale are doing well. Harlequin's uh, That's the thing about any of these games. Yeah. That's the thing about any of these games, I think, at the moment. It's impossible to call any of them. Exactly. Everything is so close. Should we stop... advantage is... Is nullified. Yeah. And the role this, of the pundit yeah. is made ridiculous. I don't call myself one. Anyway, so I think I'll do, a, I'll, well, watch some women's rugby. The um, Six Nations starts for women next week. I mean, I've been terrible. I'm that's very recent convert to women's rugby. Because I used mm. to go, oh, yeah, well, I haven't really got time. I can't really... Oh. And it is... Yeah. You know, as I said, I think I said this last week, there, it is unfair. There is no reason. This game is no, just no, as agree. exciting. I I'm agree. just as much standing on my couch getting furious. It's quite weird to get used to saying, come on, girl, which sounds wrong, doesn't it? Instead of, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah, son. Yeah, yeah. You can't say, yeah. come on, daughter. Or, um, you yeah. know, <laughs> go on. And oh. it's, it, it is go quite... On, lass. A, but on, it's lass. so... You know, it's especially for old farts like us, it is... Um, I know, it is, it is, it's, it's, but it is, but it is exciting getting into, you know, see, just, just so many of these players are such great players. There's a player that Saris have, Vicky Fleetwood, another um, flanker, mm. just mm. absolutely brilliant. Anyway, sorry. So, uh, and get watching the Six Nations. I mean, we should try. I mean, I'm going to watch Women's Six Nations next week. I think it's on yes, BBC, no, it's isn't on it? iPlayer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. All oh, of them are on iPlayer. iPlayer. I'm going to watch them. So. Yes, honestly, I really enjoy watching it. I, I, I think, I, I think it's a, it's a great game. I should and be watching hopefully it. Hopefully, it'll be, it'll make up for England's men's team being rubbish because England's women's team are champions Very and they're good, really good. They? Yeah, and defending champions. You know, so hopefully we can go and smash everybody and come in and go. That's the one that really counts. Yeah, yeah exactly. Scotland, made up for it. One. Anyway, so I think I'll do. A, I'll well watch some women's rugby. I'll watch the women's rugby yeah. and a couple of European games, and then I'm going to be right. much more developed. I think next week in a theory, another theory about making the game better. Because okay. I, I like. I'm going to I'm going to come up with a theory as well. Yes, that's <laughs> our thing. What would improve the game the most? Mm. Okay. Yeah, so all right. Okay. That's the homework. Listen, if you want to get in touch with us, yeah. please uh, email us at rugbyjubbly at dltentertainment.com. Twitter at Jubbly Rugby and Instagram at Rugby Jubbly Podcast. We read out everything we receive. And if You'll you... notice we haven't read out anything. <laughs> we don't know if we've received anything. <laughs> we haven't checked. Uh, I also would like no. to point out, and if you want to, I don't know, see me live January next year. <laughs> yeah, me too, Hal September. Like I don't do that much. Dates across the town. Yes. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be doing yeah. probably, yeah, probably slightly, maybe slightly fewer dates than Less. Dan. Are you booked up well into... No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't know, actually. 
Dan's are in September. Anyway. Let more likely to be interrupted by COVID. September mine, through to December. Yeah, mine January 2022. You should be through it by then. It's a safe bet to book tickets for my tour. Anyway, let's stop. Mm, yeah, mine's, mine's, a, mine's a bit of a risk. Yeah, <laughs> that's my fans. They take risks. Exactly. They're dangerous. They're um, dangerous. Um, so, yes, lovely to speak to you again. Sorry, I've, I've got, I will sleep too. probably before the one next week. You get so excited you can't sleep. I love it. <laughs> it's true. No, no, I stay, no, do you know what? I stayed up last night. Um, I was getting excited. To, I was watching. I was watching. Uh, I wanted to watch highlights of Scotland, France again. And then I watched that. So I kept adding things. I just didn't want to go to sleep. That was, it was, a, that was a great game. And I d- there is something terrible. Do you hate seeing a player like Doulin make a stupid mistake like that? Or is there a little party that goes, thank God that's not me. Really enjoyed that. <laughs> Do I hate it? It was. I was very confused actually watching it. I was going, what? What are you doing? Mm. It's an international rugby game, and you've you've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> really, like basic strength. Unless he didn't know the clock was red or something. Yeah. Uh, that might. It may have been. It may have been. Or that, maybe but it was he very was confusing. Maybe deep that. down there was a little person that went, "Who cares? Who cares? We're not going to win." Yeah. No one gives a shit. Let's just have some fun. No he cares, actually no. wants to play. Maybe his attitude is actually better than all of ours. Sometimes somebody... Like, I don't want the... He's going, he's going, I don't want the Six Nations to end. <laughs> exactly. He wants to start. <laughs> I'm just going to He was doing going. it for love of the game and everybody laughed at him. And actually he was going, I was just trying to create yeah. something wonderful to finish the Six Nations on. If, we, if yeah, they'd gone yeah. length of the field and scored, well, amazing. So often, yeah, Dan, I suggest to you, often something idiotic... But they didn't have to because they'd already won the game. No, but often something just, idiotic just, is actually very wise. I want you to mull on that for next week and thinking about balls not going okay. down over and balls not grounded and no no tackling no, I do want tackling no doubt tackling's an important part of the game no, you, want that. Okay. you want head tackles okay. don't you no and grounding you, the ball you, and an all Welsh Lions team that's what I'll leave okay okay um, I do- will try and uphold the integrity of the game meanwhile yes and um you know, bat this stuff back and argue for every other rugby fan in uh, in the country. Okay. Join us next week for Europe and women's Six Nations. Until then, it's a goodbye from me. And a goodbye and from, from me. me. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.